Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonya McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. Today, I'm not sure what I want to talk to you about after I say what I'm going to say, but it'll come to my mind. Um, yesterday was Memorial Day, and if you lost anybody that served in the military, you know, well, um, our condolences, no matter how long ago it was, and we still thank them for the service that they had. Yesterday, uh, as I do all holidays, I had a house full of people and somebody said Happy Veterans Day to me and a cousin who both served. And so quickly, my cousin said, it's not Veterans Day, it's Memorial Day. And the person said, it's the same thing. So I just want to really, really quickly, um, before I get into whatever I want to speak about today, tell the big difference between Veterans Day and Memorial Day. Of course, Veterans Day is for people who were honorably discharged from the military after serving a period of time. Um, we're called veterans. I was in the military a decade and a half, and I am a veteran. I got out. It wasn't dishonorably, and so now I am a veteran. It also coincides with Remembrance Day, and what it does, it, it marks the end of World War One. That's Veterans Day, right? Memorial Day is the day we remember people who lost their lives um, in the military. So it's people who have died while in the military services. And in May, uh, I'm sorry, Memorial Day is always in May and Veterans Day is always in November. So uh, also in May is Women's Veterans Day, that's me, I'm a woman, I'm a veteran, and it's also Armed Forces Day, but Armed Forces Day is for people who are currently in the military, all right? So mark that down, but Memorial Day, you're memorializing people who have passed away. Veterans Day, you are honoring people who are, are veterans currently, they're not in the military. Armed Forces Day is, of course, for people who are in the military currently. You've had your lessons. Um, I hope when I give this test, you do well. Study. So I think today I want to speak about um, not living each day the way you are intended to live each day. So, of course, you know, we've all been through something. If you're over a certain age, shucks, my grandbaby is a year old and she already been through something, you know, she, some girl was watching her and burned her. Um, and we all know it was on purpose. She was a young girl. Um, she was probably mad about something and she burned her and, you know, she's one. So she's already been through something, but we all been through something, whether it was some kind of abuse, um, any kind of abuse, uh, sexual deviancy from somebody, um, losing somebody, and, and the, the, the torment we put ourselves through sometimes when we lose somebody we love, a job that is very venomous to us, um, anything, life, life itself brings daily disasters sometimes. But what happens is, we make our lives miserable by reliving those things or not thinking of the positive 
things that are ahead of us. You know, we don't take those negative punches, those those uppercuts, and we don't say, okay, I'm going to brush that one off because I'm going to start swinging back. I'm going to learn how to get into this fight and I'm going to become the victor, not the victim. We live in that victim state for so long. We make our lives miserable and the devil is so happy. I promise you the devil does not need your help with trying to make your life miserable. Stop worrying and tormenting yourself and not forgiving yourself. You've got to be able to move past what you did yesterday. I did a podcast not too long ago when yesterday comes. And all it meant is we are so busy living in the past, we're not enjoying our present. We're not enjoying our present. And when you are living each day miserably because of what happened yesterday, in yesteryear, in month, in yesterweek, you're not living today. Setting yourself up for a beautiful tomorrow. You know how many great things you miss living in yesterday, in yestermonth, yesterweek, and yesteryear? Cut it out. Stop making yourself miserable. You know, I I used to sit in my office, and I think I said this in a podcast, but there were times I thought I was having a heart attack. My chest hurt so bad in my arm, and I was like, uh-oh, isn't that how it's starting women? It starts in your arm. It it, it gravitates. It, it just radiates. But what it was, it was stress. It took me a while after panicking and calling somebody into my office saying, I think I'm having a heart attack and looking up the signs and symptoms and wondering if we should call 911. But what I realized, I was super stressed and it feels like somebody's sitting on my right shoulder and it's in my neck. And no matter how much I rub and and rotate my shoulder and, and pick up my arm and do those windmills, it doesn't go away. No joke, I love heels. Most people know I love high heels. So every day I wore heels, a suit, you know, a skirt, um, a dress. I, I like to dress nice since I don't get into the other girly stuff, but I like to dress really nicely. I would get on the floor in my office and do push-ups trying to get rid of that weight on my shoulders. And I would go home and I would still be thinking, what is bothering me? And it would just eat up all my time that I should be spending with the kids and my husband. Wondering what's stressing me. And I cook dinner and I'm still rotating my shoulder and rubbing my neck and, and trying to find something to put on me and and buying all these salon pass patches. And I stay up late. I can't sleep. Because my shoulder's bothering me. My neck's bothering me. And then I go to work and start all over. If you missed anything during what I just said, let me say it over. I would be stressed about something at work. And I would bring it home. And I would cook with that stress. And I would sit down at the table and break bread with my family with that stress and miss the entire conversation because I'm too busy worried about what's worrying me and stressing me 
then I would go shower and get in bed and still be stressed. And I would go to sleep, but not sleep because I was still stressed and go the next day and start over. When I realized, not only, well, first when I realized that it was stress and that I couldn't rub it away, I learned a wusa. I would close my eyes and take in these deep breaths and let them out slowly. And every time I let it out, I would think about all the worries, the stress, the pain, the hurt, the troubles that were on me. And I would just release them. And I would take another deep breath in and release it. And I promise you, it is no exaggeration to say, every time I did that, that pain in my neck and in my shoulder would lessen. And it would lessen. I would do that five minutes or more. And once I realized, oh my gosh, I don't feel anything. I was happy. And I could join in. And live my moment by releasing my yesterday, by releasing my four hours, my three hours, my two hours, my one hour prior. And it freed me up to enjoy my now. I promise you that works. You got a woosah. Some people um, do yoga. Some people meditate. I guess that's a small form of meditation, but just thanking God for this moment. And please take everything from before this moment away from me. I started sleeping better. Before that, I was taking melatonin, which wasn't working, drinking that thing on z which would knock me out. But then I would wake up groggy because I didn't get a full night's sleep and all kinds of stuff just to try to sleep. No drugs. OTC. I didn't have to do that anymore. I learned all I have to do is close my eyes and release whatever's on me so that I can enjoy my moment and not help the devil make my days miserable. You know what else makes you miserable and you don't even realize it? Holding on to anger. People are people. When you hold on to that anger, I told you guys at the beginning, probably my first month or two of doing this podcast, how I was so angry at this girl. I blamed her for me giving up my son for adoption. I just 100% thought it was her fault. I didn't see any blame I had. For ending up in the situation I was in. It was her fault. And I just wanted to whip her. And I was so angry. And we were friends for decades. And I was so angry. And all I used to think is when I catch her. And I put my paws on her. You know. And then I got past that. And I just didn't have anything for her. And then one day I grew up. And I realized it was 100% my fault. A hundred percent. I was a grown woman when I got pregnant. I was 23. It was my choice 
to pick up and move to where she was to start a new life. I didn't see the bigger picture. If I would have done my homework, I would have known what kind of situation she was in. I would have looked at the situation and it was my choice, whether I did it on purpose or not, to get pregnant, knowing I wasn't stable. Already with the child. But I had so much anger towards her because I seen her as the blame. I thought because I moved at her request and she put me in a horrible situation to where I ended up homeless almost immediately. No car, no job, no home. In the hospital, it was all her fault for begging me to come out there. I had no blame for packing up my stuff and doing so. But I held so much hatred towards her. Just the thought of her, I wouldn't sleep. The thought of what I did, I wouldn't sleep and I would go back to hating her for months. Those months turned into years. Until one day I realized, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? It's all your fault. Now, ask for forgiveness and move on. So I reached out to her and asked for forgiveness and her response was, I didn't even know you were mad at me. I just thought that, you know, we we kind of went our separate ways. I got into stuff, you know, I, I wasn't living the best life. No joke. I, I was there. I know what you were into. Yeah, I just thought, you know, I, I, I burned a lot of bridges, but I didn't know you were mad at me. I didn't know that's how you felt. So sometimes you hold all this anger is my point. And once again, you're living your life in misery because your anger, your anger, your your solitude, your your just, ugh, your hating, everything is vile, and all you're doing is making yourself miserable. When all you have to do is say, you know what, I forgive. I'm gonna release that. Because as I've said a million times, forgiving doesn't mean, all right, let's go back to where we were. No, forgive. I forgive you. Now you stay in over there on the east side and I'm going to stay over here on the west side. You stay up north, I'm going to go down south. We ain't going to break bread together no more. Don't call me, but I forgive you. I don't spend my time thinking of how much I hate you anymore. I don't spend my time angry with stress and strife on me. I don't spend my time like that. I forgive you now. Carry on. Forgiveness doesn't mean you're welcome back in my heart. It just means I forgive you and I'm not holding that anger so I can sleep at night, so I can have peace, so I can praise the Lord and thank him for allowing me to have the ability to forgive you. It's not always easy, y'all. But you do it for you. You're not forgiven for that other person. You're doing it for you. So I don't even know what brought this up in me because I honestly sat down with nothing on my heart. But that lets me know somebody needed to hear this. Don't live in yesterday. Pray, pray away whatever happened yesterday before you go to sleep. Woosah. Meditate. 
do yoga, do some exercise, go for a run, pray, listen to your Bible, call your best friend, talk to your mate, spend time with your kids, spend time with your grandkids, but make sure you go to sleep. Stressless. Or you won't sleep. You'll just worry. You put that where it belongs. God will take that. He said, thank you for it, by the way. Thank you for releasing that. Thank you for releasing that. Now you rest. That anger you're holding, let it go. Let it go. All these things I'm talking about, the devil is happy to see you have it. He's happy to see that stress, that anger, that unforgiving. He's so happy. He's so happy. You know, release it. Woosa and have a beautiful day. It's me, your girl, Sonia McQueen. You can find me at ledbymotivation07 at gmail if you want to send me a message. That's L-E-D by motivation07, the numbers 07 at gmail.com. Or you can go check us out at www.ledbymotivation.com. And you could always send us a message there. If you call and I don't answer, it's because I never have that phone. My business is not quite ready. But boy, when it's ready, y'all can blow me up. Have a beautiful day on purpose. Goodbye, everybody.